Well, Letitia, every now and again on our podcast, we, we land a big fish. Yeah. And I think this might be the biggest. Well, Finally, we've been able to nab him, sit him down for five minutes. We've, we've maybe got a bit the longer. shark, actually. Thanks the for shark. calling me yeah. a fish. The shark. The silver <laughs> fox. I don't know which yeah, one. Yeah, there you go. I like that. Better than the fish. Craig Sider, uh, president of Movement Day. Is that the right? That's, that's president of Movement Day. President Kuba. of Movement Day. Yeah. Well, right. welcome. Thank you. And thank you for joining us. Oh, my pleasure. Be with both of you. We're here in Dubai for Movement Day Dubai. Mm-hmm. What's been... Do you, do you walk around these in, these global movement days just in awe? Like, what, what's the feeling? Yeah, for you, you know, I, I was just saying uh, to your dad, uh, Leticia. I said e- every every movement day is a learner, so mm. they learn from everybody else who's done movement day, and then every movement day is a teacher. Yeah. And I have learned so much from this morning of what's it like to have a movement day in a country that's predominantly another religion. Yeah. 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 That's really my first experience with that. Yeah, wow. And I've learned so much like what's it mean for the Christian church to be known as the peacemakers in a city? Yeah, wow. You know, that was that was really stirring for me this morning. So, so tremendous. Oh. I wonder then if you could take a minute to give us your background. You know, there's there's a lot of years leading up to you quite a lot, lot of years leading up to you joining. <laughs> in other words, you're right. I love you too. <laughs> and uh, no, I think of you as an honorary Australian, actually, by the way, but I'll come back to that. Yeah. Um, what, tell us your backstory. How, how did you become? Oh, uh, yeah. It's just I, grew up, I grew up in a family business and in a ministry family. Okay. So dad was in ministry in an era when you didn't get paid. Okay. So we had an ag business. I'm the youngest of four guys. And then we started running it. And so actually my brother and I were running it in high school. And so I went to business school because I loved business then. And yeah. truthfully, I, I love business now. Uh, I just love the dynamic of business. Yeah. So I was planning to go into business. Laura and I got married. She was going to be a psychologist. I was going to be a business guy. And then God kind of took, this was in Canada. Yeah. Then God took us on a right-hand turn and called me to seminary. Yeah. And I, I really wrestled with it because I wondered how God would use my heart to start something. So we were called to plant a church in the suburb of Toronto, and it was a parachute plant. Yeah. Laura and me, at, I was 26, and we planted that church. We're there for 10 years. Great experience. Church grew really more significantly after we left. Yeah. And uh, then I was bishop for 12 years in our denomination on the east coast of the U.S., then led a nonprofit. And I've been president of Movement Day for about six years. So wow. it's just, uh, w- we say all the time, God has taken us on this adventure we don't yeah. deserve. Yeah. I'm just a farm kid. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. that God has me around the world. So it's a real privilege. So what drew you to Movement Day? Um, what, what caused you to end well, up as the president? It's interesting because when I was finishing up as bishop in 2007, one of my pastors was one of Mac's staff, Mac Peer, founder of Movement Day. And so we started to whiteboard this idea of something in New York, and he asked me to come lead it at that time, and I said no. (laughs) Uh, And then it took me about six years to come and say yes. But what drew me to it, it's really interesting, Letitia, because I was a bishop of a tribe, Mm. like a denomination, and every time you're asked about your denomination, what you end up doing is differentiating it from everybody else in the body yeah. of Christ. Yeah. Yeah. You don't say, well, I'm not like someone who doesn't follow Christ. They say, oh, well, I'm not like the Baptists like this, or I'm not like the Anglicans like this. And I think what drew me to Movement Day was my awareness of working with Mac. But in the process, I had a conversion, what I call is a conversion to the beauty of the body of Christ. Yeah, wow. That it's not 
it's not a mosaic to be solved. It's a mosaic to be celebrated. Yeah. So each piece of the expression of the body of Christ yeah. is actually a celebration point. Yeah. We don't need to make us all alike. We need to celebrate what God has kind of laid in our hearts as different movements in the body of Christ. That's brilliant. That's brilliant. Can you, can you then give us a snapshot? So that, that's a very, very uh, succinct and brief history of Craig Sider. Give us a snapshot of, of maybe the next two to three years of what's happening around the world in, in relation to Movement Day. Well, you said I'm like really old. Do I have two <laughs> to three years left? I don't know. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, in, when I came is, six years ago as president, Movement Day was in one city. Yeah. It was in New York City, and we were really minding our own business, I mm-hmm. guess. And that was the playground that God had called us to work in. And then one city came to us, another city came to us, and this year there'll probably be 30 movement days Wow! in five different continents. Wow. Uh, probably South America's opening up because they're interested. And 200 different cities are interested. There's some mm. level of interest around the world. Mm. Wow. So I really say, and I've you know, said this many times, movement day isn't owned by a city and it's not owned by a country. It's a movement of the Spirit of God that's just yeah. kind of sweeping around the world. Yeah. yeah. I, glo- sorry, Global Leadership Summit. Um, when, when that's that's that happens in Toowoomba via video, right? And they always talk about Global Leadership Summit being the number of cities it's in, the number of people that have been impacted. And Global Leadership Summit is a great leadership conference, but Movement Day is unique. Um, can you talk to us about what makes Movement Day unique in relation to conferences that people are probably used to that happen all around the world? Oh, sure. And I've been to the Global Leadership Summit for 20 years, yeah, mm. and really appreciate yeah. what it is. It is a fire, uh, Global Leadership Summit is a fire hose of two days of just learning stuff. I would say how Movement Day is unique Mm. is its inspiration kind of twinned with mapping out how we can make a difference in a city. Yeah. I think sometimes I come home from a two-day conference or a one-day conference, I think, wow, that was really inspiring. And then I just go back to doing what I was doing. Yeah. And I think Movement Day is kind of saying, as we look at a city, how can, we, how can our heart break for the city? And then how can we work together as this mosaic of the body of Christ yeah. to actually move the needle on some of the things that really concern us for the city? You know, talking about learning, what I learned about Movement Day and city movements last year was in Sydney. Because on the first day, it was a day of lament. Yeah. And like, I'm a really optimistic, positive <laughs> guy. And I thought, I'm going to lament for a whole day. <laughs> but it was, it was inspiring because it says God laments for these things in a city. Yeah. So now that he laments for them, how do we as believers across the spectrum of a city yeah. actually work together to address them? So yeah. for me, back to your initial question, mm-hmm. Movement Day is both inspiring, kind of lifting our heads to look at our city. Yeah and see it as God sees it, but then actually tangibly saying, okay, what action steps can we take together to address the needs yeah. of our city? Yeah. Brilliant. So um, part of your role is to travel around to the different movement days. Um, you, you're on a plane a lot of the time of the year, but what's been a standout story? I mean, you just mentioned Australia, obviously that has been your favorite movement day by far, I'm <laughs> sure, but um, you know. What? It was because my own. sons were with me, That's so it right. was great, yeah. yeah. And I was there too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, what's some other standout stories that well, come I'll, to mind? Well, I'll give three, and they're all going to be outside of the U.S. Yeah, great. One was Movement Day UK mm-hmm. in 2017, mm-hmm. and I would say my my most stirring moment was being in Parliament Square with a thousand believers wow. from across the U.K. Lots of 
lots of denominations and really people from across Europe and around the world praying for the UK, thanking God for it being a mission sending country for so long and asking that God would revive it. Mm. That was a real highlight. Yeah. A highlight for me in 2018 was uh, Movement Day Australia because of the day of lament. Yeah. Because to, to be really candid, I don't go there very much mm. personally. Mm. And so it was a really stirring moment for me to say, this isn't just about coming together and doing things. It's grabbing God's heart for a city and yeah. God laments for a city. Yeah. So that was a highlight yeah. besides the beauty of Australia. Yeah, yeah. sure. And then uh, highlight this year is, is right here today. Yeah. Uh, experiencing Movement Day in a country that's predominantly Muslim, mm. at least in its in those who grew up here mm. and experiencing what it is for the body of Christ to come together under that kind of umbrella yeah. uh, has just been a great learning experience for mm. me. So Fantastic. Those are some of my highlights. Yeah. Can we talk about maybe a challenge or two? Like if you're working with cities who are wanting to start movement days, you know, what would you say for people out there who um, are looking at doing something similar in their city? What are some of the challenges that they can be aware of? In moving forward, uh, you know, I say s s leading city movements, and we, we talked to a lot of leaders about this. It, you really can; it really has two facets to it. One of it is uh, spiritual warfare. Mm. I mean, I really believe the enemy does not want the body of Christ to come together, yeah. Yeah. and that will be expressed in in lots of ways. And so, praying together. Uh, at the forefront and in the middle of it and during it, on yeah. the tail end of it, is just vital. Mm. I'd say the other, and this is a little more tangible, is sometimes ego management. Mm. Uh, both the ego of those who are leading city movements, but then just because all of us are human, the egos of those of us in the city who are kind of used to running our own nonprofit or church and we're used to being the person and laying that down mm. in humility. So leading a city movement is really saying, I will work hard, but it's not about me. Yeah, It's yeah. about the city. Mm. But then it's really those, whether they're business leaders or NGO leaders or church pastors saying, you know what, and it's not about me. It's yeah. really about my city and I will link arms together. It, just as I say, every city is a learner and every city is a teacher. Small churches can teach large churches large churches can teach small churches. Yeah, so. brilliant. Well, Craig, um, I th one of the features for me that I've experienced as a, as a result of being around Movement Day and being around the, the culture of the thing mm. is humility. Mm. And I think you embody that. And yeah, I, I think um, I, you said before about your church that you led in Canada that it grew a lot after you left. And you didn't say that, you know, tongue in cheek or to be funny, you, that's a genuine sign of your humility. And um, that that is i think that's why movement day is so successful because mm. it takes so much humility for for churches and pastors and leaders to work together and uh, i love it and uh, in that sense mate that's why i think as an honorary australian you haven't come to australia as a as a big american expert but you've come humbly and and mm. uh, and and in love and it's a beautiful thing so thank you for what you're doing oh, keep going you. keep powering on and uh, and keep loving your wife. <laughs> <laughs> I, I could see her right across the room yeah. right now. Just say keep, it really loudly. <laughs> yeah. Keep taking her on those camel rides. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, thanks so much for your time. Oh, we thanks, appreciate it. Privilege. Thank you. Thank you.